Howdy, boys and girls. It is week eight of the college football season, and therefore, it logically follows, since we spent so much time talking about logic a week ago, <laughs> that this is the Carla and Crappy Show, the week eight edition of the Carla and Crappy Show. I am Crappy. Uh, I am in Pittsburgh. That is Carla, who is down in Nashville. How are you doing? That, that that follows logic again, too. Can we not do a logic episode this time? I'm yeah, that's I I don't know why I said that. My brain just did that to me. Um, and I'm we're not gonna we're not gonna bring up that word at, at all for the no. rest for the rest of the show. No, I've got I've got another idea where this show might be heading. Logic is not one of them. No, I, I yeah, I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's what we want to do. Um Carl, have you turned on your furnace yet? Uh no, but we've turned off the air conditioning. Okay, that's a big step. That's a yeah, big step. We, we turned off the air conditioning, and we actually um, we have a gas fireplace in this lovely new home, and um, we've turned on the gas fireplace a couple times. It doesn't put off a lot of heat. Oh, well, it's that, more, still, it's if more you're right there. Yeah. yeah. It's easy no, enough to flip the switch, and it, so it's, it's been lovely. Yeah, so we, okay. we had that on. Um, we had frost on Sunday morning um, to mm-hmm. the extent that um, I was almost late for church. Uh, because okay. I did not accommodate for the extra 10 minutes it was going to take for my car to get cleared off. So it is officially fall in oh. Nashville. Um, Do you need me to send you like a scraper or something? I actually still have my big Pennsylvania scraper. I kept it. Okay. Like I'm, I'm the hero of the neighborhood. Because um, <laughs> I, I have... There's your, a, there's your side hustle right there. Yeah, clearing everybody's car. I, I actually did that when we lived in, in the apartment complex. Um, I would clear off every car in the parking lot because I have one of those big push broom ones. You know, yeah. um, okay. the one with the extending handle. And okay. so I would go out and clear everybody's car because I could do it really easily in one foul swoop with that thing. And everyone's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, I'm from Pennsylvania. It's a I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, from, <laughs> I'm from Erie. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we, our, our furnace was on uh, briefly tonight uh, just because it got down to, to, to close to 60-ish degrees uh, inside the house. We're going to take the chill off. We have, we have a day coming up where the high is going to be 45. So uh, it, it's about time anyway. But um, it just means it feels like football weather. Finally. It does. We've, We've had our we've had our AC off for a couple of weeks and and um and now to hear the furnace running and the, the cats haven't figured out that they need to go move over by the hole where the air the hot comes out yet <laughs> wasn't not that long but that that will be coming soon. And um, you had a good birthday, I, I'm assuming. I, I had an pictures. awesome birthday. Thank you very much. Um, we saw a really cool uh, art exhibit. Went to uh, three different breweries on my birthday. Um, just just having samples, people. I mean, just a little tasty things, but. Um, and then uh, and dinner at Larder and East End, uh, where the last last time I saw you guys, uh, yep, you and David, right. um, mm-hmm. we were we were there. And man, that food! I keep trying different stuff, and it keeps getting better and better and better. So uh, maybe uh, maybe that that endorsement deal with East End and Larder is possible still. Yeah, maybe. Hi, East End. We love you. Hello, hello. Um, we have a lot of football to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh obviously, I I did not see a ton of football from. Last weekend, because I was out running around doing birthday stuff, but um, I, I was wondering, did, did you see anything and anything stick out in your mind from last weekend? I saw more than I've seen in a while. Um, my, my in-laws were here, um, so we watched quite a bit of football in the evening. Uh, my afternoon was a little bit distracted by, you know, house stuff. So that's a thing. Um, but my, my one thing that I want to mention is I think everybody's one thing this week, um, which was Georgia. Um, and And... The, the you know I texted you after that game was over and said it you know is 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 Georgia ing now a thing um you know playing the role of Clemson this week maybe for the rest of the season will be your Georgia Bulldogs um, I think that that's... the question veers off um too much towards philosophy so I'm just not going to answer I, I I I'm with you on that one don't okay. answer that question but okay. but it, but I mean 
it, it, Clemson might be in the clear because Georgia took their loss this year. Um, it's, I mean, that's one of those, it was very Clemson-esque. It was a home game. They were, you know, playing in Athens, home crowd against a team that really had no business in being in that game. And they just laid an egg. Um, mm-hmm. And and so you, you look at Georgia now, and, and I hate to say this because I really like Georgia as a team, um, but Georgia's season now can be summed up in three letters, and that is LSU. S- oh, I thought you were going to say SOL, but no, LSU. Yeah, that, that works too. It's kind of um, the same thing. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, because if LSU and Bama are undefeated, which it looks like they're going to be when they play each other, whoever wins that game ends up going to the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. Um, if Georgia doesn't win out. You'll have a two-loss Georgia team, and you'll have a one-loss either Bama or LSU sitting there idle. We saw this happen a couple of years ago with the playoffs. Yep. The committee's yep. going to take a one-loss LSU who's lost to Alabama or a one-loss Bama who's lost to LSU um, over a two-loss Georgia team. So mm-hmm. th- Georgia's only option now is to win out, and um, that that's just how how tough the SEC can be. Um, you know, could Clemson afford a loss? Yeah, because they're probably going to end up winning out after that, but. Um, Georgia couldn't, and and they got that this week. So it's a long road to haul. Um, they've got to pull for some upsets over on the west side of, of the SEC there to to have a hope to get back into the playoff, or they just got to shut up and win all their games. You yeah. know, I mean that's you know that that they they now have complete control of their destiny, so to speak, and the fact that they've got to win out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was probably the biggest stunner of the week. A lot of really close games this weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it, uh, I I watched the, the the highlight show on ESPN Sunday morning to get caught up, and, and there was a lot of great stuff. Um, I did not see a whole lot uh, on on Saturday, so I'm I'm gonna my one thing I'm I'm gonna look ahead uh, rather than looking backwards. And and <laughs> you you mentioned Georgia. Uh, the situation is a little different because Georgia was at home, and that's a that's even a a more egregious uh, problem than uh, going and losing a, a conference game on the road that you're not supposed to lose. But if we look back um, to Iowa in 2017 and Purdue, which I saw in person in 2018, um, the, the game on Ohio State schedule that you look at and you go, is this Friday um, when, when Ohio State goes to Northwestern? Um, I, I, I know I talked up Northwestern early in the season. I was assuming that Hunter Johnson was going to be better in that offense than he has been. Um, he, in fact, lost his starting job to, uh, to Aiden Smith uh, two weeks ago when they their, their last game uh, against Nebraska. I, I, I don't know who's starting. I, I, I checked around a little bit, but that's not really the point. It, it is a road game. Um, the, the, the crowd there is, is going to be amped uh, for, the, for the biggest game that they have. At home this season, um, and, and except maybe for against Illinois, that's their their, their rival. Um, and if Ohio State, this is one of those this is one of those heartburn games. So it's it's I, I I did not look up the line. I have no idea what it is. But if Ohio State's not paying attention, uh, the juniors and seniors on that team have 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 been through this twice before. Um, the younger guys certainly would remember last year. Um, so if, if there's a trap game. Coming on a head stage schedule, this is it. So I, I'm I'm I am more nervous for this game than I probably should be, mm-hmm. but that's that's life as a college football fan. Uh, and and hopefully, hopefully uh, Ryan Day will will uh, do whatever he can to, to 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 make sure he has everyone's attention as they they go to to Evanston this week. Um, speaking of this week, 
Uh, we have a whole bunch of ghost uh, stuff to go through, starting with our friends in Clemson. Uh, we mentioned Georgia Ing and Clemsoning and and all of those things. This week, um, and our weekly look at the Clemsoning index, uh, they are the Tigers are at unranked Louisville. Uh, what do you what do you what is your uh, Clemsoning index? Where where is it this week? This one, this is just like Northwestern makes you nervous. This game makes mm. me real nervous. Um, and, okay. and, and and here's why, because it's on the road at Louisville and Louisville can score. They, I mean, yes. they, they, they beat a ranked team last week, but they beat a ranked Wake Wake Forest. No, I did not misspeak that Wake Forest was actually ranked. <laughs> um, it was. And that, it was a great finish to that game. Yeah, but uh, 62 to 59. So here's the thing. Yeah. Louisville can keep up with Clemson on, on the points thing. The problem is that, that Louisville doesn't have a great defense. Um, but if this gets into a shootout, they've proven they can win that kind of game. And this game is on the road at what used to be known as Papa John's Stadium. Now it's just Cardinal Stadium. Um, the, another crowd that's going to be amped for a chance to knock off a team that's in the you know top one or two, depending on, on what you're looking yep. at. Um, I give this a six because if, if Clemson's not paying attention and they're looking ahead to who's on their schedule for next week, which is a Boston college team, that's not really what we think of with Boston college college, mm-hmm. but it's got the name recognition, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the Clemson Boston college thing is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. If they're looking ahead next week to Boston college and they're not paying attention, this game could get interesting. So I've got this one in the six. Um, this, this, this feels a little bit like a, 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 a big 12 game. Um, yes. except, except Clemson there, there, have been, there have been, yeah, well, Clemson can play defense. Yes. Um, but, but Clemson's offense, uh, has not been consistent this season. Um, that, and that works in, in Louisville's favor. Uh, Louisville can't play defense to, to, to save themselves. Um, right. but, <laughs> but, but I, you know, again, if this, if this gets to be a shootout and, um, and, and Clemson with, you know, you know, just some con- inconsistencies on offense. That could be an interesting game. My Clemsoning index is seven. Uh-huh. So, so, just, you know, kind of keep an eye on this one, boys and girls, and, and we will see what happened. Um, next up, uh, AJ, I, I think AJ nailed his games uh, across the board last weekend. If you followed Isn't his it? advice, it stayed up for a Hawaii Boise state. You weren't sorry. I did not stay up that game, and I was also not sorry because I was I was really tired. Um, AJ, what's what's coming up this weekend? Good afternoon and good evening, or good morning. Maybe you're listening to this in the morning. That's fine. It's week eight, and it is this week's Group of Five report uh, coming to you live from a car uh, stuck in traffic somewhere outside of uh, of a perfectly fine city like Philadelphia. Um, we're gonna the the, the there's nothing. So just in case you're looking for windows of opportunity, you don't need to worry about a Thursday night game or a Friday night game. You don't need to worry about those Saturday before three 30. You don't need to worry about anything. There's, there's, there's nothing uh, for the most part. However, ooh, it gets spicy after that. Uh, we have starting at three 30, we have temple and SMU uh, pony express is back. Maybe not the payment of the players, but the Pony Express is back. They are good. They are fun as heck to watch, too. Uh, it turns out that when you put a uh, guy like Sonny Dykes, who is a former Texas high school coach, and you give him and you put him in uh, Dallas and you have him recruit Texas players, turns out he's real good. Um, yeah, SMU is fun as heck to watch. Uh, Temple has a stifling defense. Uh, they've been playing their uh, their brains out this year. 
They are five and one. Uh, they should be creeping on a on a ranking at this point. Temple is not ranked. I don't know how they're not. Um, or maybe I have that backwards. But it is a it's going to be a super fun game. That Temple's not ranked. Um, six and zero SMU. Five and one Temple. Uh, SMU is potentially uh, on their way to winning the AAC West. Um, this game should be fun. Uh, spread on the game seven and a half over under fifty nine. So a lovely, lovely, fun way to do your afternoon. Are you not into AAC football? Are you not? Uh, are you not entertained by those sorts of things? Let's take it to the south then. I believe this game. Where to go? Uh, this game is later on in the day. It is Southern Miss versus Louisiana Tech. Um, there's a lot to like uh, about Louisiana Tech right now. Um, they're scoring a whole pile of points. Uh, they are five and one, first in the Cusa West. Southern Miss four and two, second in the Cusa West. Uh, this is a this is a nice little like uh, kind of t- tiny little Conference USA title game for the West. Uh, or at least put somebody in the driver's seat for a good bit. Uh, weirdly, games on the NFL Network, because that's where college football is played, on the NFL Network. Uh, One-point spread. Uh, Southern Miss favor- favored by one at Louisiana Tech, so this should be close. Uh, watch this game. It's on at the same time uh, as Temple SMU, so if Temple SMU gets out of hand, here's a different option. Uh, let's move along to San Diego State, San Jose State. In the past, this was a guaranteed San Diego State dub. It is not now. Uh, San Diego State still running the football. I don't know where or how they acquire uh, running backs who are very, very good and very, very durable. Uh, they run their guys like crazy. Um, they they had Rashad Penny last year. Uh, it, they just they just continually get running backs. Uh, San Diego State favored by seven and a half. This is in San Jose. San Jose State is. Three and three this year. Now, normally I wouldn't be putting the shine on a three and three team, but uh, when you're when you were like one and twelve last year, and you're three and three this year. That's a marked improvement. So I'm interested to see where San Jose State uh, goes from here. Uh, this could be more fun than uh, it looks like. Also, this game's being broadcast on Facebook. So in case you're wondering, yes, Group of Five uh, is played in weird places. NFL Network, Facebook, Stadium. Uh, this, the fun part of group of five is that it is, uh, it's like seeing a band in, uh, in a concert hall before they make it big. And you're like, Oh, I remember seeing them on Facebook. I remember seeing them on stadium. Do you remember stadium? Yeah. It's like that. Uh, moving ahead to the night slate, 7 PM to lane in Memphis. Ugh. Willie Fritz has got these kids playing some football down, down, in, uh, down in new Orleans. Memphis is Memphis, right? They're, they're just very, very good. Um, they're both 5-1. and one. Um, This game should be bananas. Uh, should be a very, very fun game. Uh, it's on a network you might have heard of called ESPN2. Uh, Memphis getting or Memphis giving 4.5 here. So a whole lot, of, uh, whole lot of opportunity for Memphis and Tulane to show what they're capable of. Is Memphis, is Tulane for real? Is Memphis all they're cracked up to be? We'll find out. Uh, finally, uh, we're going to take it to the night slate. Night slate's a little rough. A little rough, if I'm honest. Um, not a ton going on. Normally, I'd be all over Boise State-BYU, but uh, BYU is uh, what someone called not good this year. Uh, they're 2-4. and four. 
Uh, they just lost to South Florida and a South Florida team that is not all that good. Um, but uh, normally I'd be all over that game. But we're going to take it to 11 p.m. We're going out to the Big Island. Hawaii coming off a very, very, very bad loss. I'm sorry, everybody. I told you to watch Boise State Hawaii because I thought it would be good. Turns out it was not. Uh, that's because that game was not played in Hawaii. It was played at, It was played in Boise. Uh, so the cold took away all of Cole McDonald's powers. It's just kind of how it works. This game back on the Big Island, Air Force get uh, favored by two and a half. So it's option football versus a team that doesn't know doesn't know what a running back is. So this should be super fun. Uh, I fully expect this game to kind of go like the the Army Oklahoma game, but like at a much lower level, uh, where Air Force tries to hold onto the ball as much as possible and keep it away from Hawaii. Uh, we'll see if Hawaii's defense can actually hold it can actually get Air Force off the field and get the ball back into Cole McDonald's hands. Uh, that's this week's Group of Five report. Uh, have fun. Uh, you don't need to watch uh, Michigan-Penn State. I fully expect that game to end like uh, 15 to 12 and a half or something like that. Um, I'm not going to tell you who I think is going to win that game. But it's just going to end with a really dumb score. So, uh, hey, have fun this weekend. Watch some Group of Five football. And uh, see you next week. AJ, thank you very much. Um, we will We will check those out. Um, before we get to our regular games, uh, I should, I should point out that there's, um, there, there's, uh, for us anyway, there's no big nude Saturday. So Aww. neighbors will appreciate that. Um, at least, at least not again that we're going to talk about before we get to the good stuff, before we get to the main games, we both had, as we were discussing about what, what we're going to talk about this week, we both had eyes on our games that they're not top 25 matchups, but they're kind of interesting. And it's like, okay. And, and we each have, there's like one team that we're looking at that's like, are they, are they that good? Or could they do this? I'm not sure. Carla, uh, yours yours is in the uh, the Big Twelve, right? It is. Um, I've got uh, Baylor at Oklahoma State. I think that game's at three thirty. Um, and uh, Baylor, maybe, maybe, maybe a few points. Yeah, game. yeah, a few points in that game. And, and who knew Baylor's ranked? Um, it was one of those things that I actually wasn't really paying attention to. And then last week I was watching like an end of game scoreboard or something, and they were, you know, and and Baylor had had beaten. Um, Texas Tech last week in double mm-hmm. overtime and it was like a ranked Baylor team is undefeated and I was like oh I didn't know Baylor was ranked um kind of like I didn't know Wake Forest was ranked um so <laughs> but I mean so this game is really interesting to me uh, Oklahoma State's actually favored in this game playing at home um is Baylor real we're gonna find out they really haven't played anybody yet this season there's a common opponent here in Texas Tech Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech by 10 Baylor, Baylor took them into double overtime to win that game. Right. So, um, and numbers wise, you know, it looks like Oklahoma State would be the team to win here, th- this game here. Um, and I th- kind of think they're going to, but this is really an interesting game. that's kind of flying under the radar. Um, we'll find out if Baylor's for real. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I was looking at, at Florida, South Carolina, and there, there are a couple things going on here. Um, uh, Florida's favored by six. Uh, but the Gamecocks have actually, uh, we, we mentioned this before, have just notched, uh, you have to call that one of the biggest rims, wins in the program's history. I, I, I don't think that's that's an understatement. Here's why you pay attention. I, I think Florida is, even with the loss last weekend against LSU, um, Florida is kind of riding higher than, than, than I expected, and I think uh, more than, than uh, what you would expect if you're looking at this nationally. Are they an elite team yet, though? I'm not. I'm not sure. Do they know how to win? What happens if they if they go on the road and get smacked in the mouth? Um, the atmosphere in Columbia is going to be insane, even yeah. though it's a noon game. Uh, I mean, Florida should win this game. That, that's if you look at this, 
but man, if they if they don't, if you get through like if you get to halftime, this game's still close. Mm-hmm. Um, if Florida can't can't get up a couple touchdowns, get up by a couple touchdowns early, if you let South Carolina hang around, uh, that that easily could be a win for the home team. Um, so that's I'm I'm curious uh, about how that's going to go. But um, two te- yeah, two teams with two completely opposite weekends last weekend. Uh, South Carolina <laughs> was an extreme high, and Florida. Oh, Florida played well against LSU. They hung in that game. That was, um, was a good game. It was a good yeah, game. it was a great game. Um, but still, Florida lost a, t- a game they really, they really wanted to win. Mm-hmm. South Carolina is riding an extreme high. That's a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Again, you watch. Okay. Okay. So I, I again, uh, Florida, if, if, if come out strong early, or, or you're going to have you're going to have a game on your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, in a nod to uh, what AJ used to do for us. <laughs> we're going to start with Pac-12 before dark, uh, 3:30 p.m. Eastern, which is uh, that's like nine in the morning on on the West Coast. I'm not I'm not sure exactly how that that, that math works out. Um, uh, number 12 Oregon at number 25 Washington. Oregon is favored by three on the road. Carla, what do you think? I joke that this might be the last time this year we talk about the Pac-12 um, because the way they keep because they keep they keep beating up on each other. Which is what I, we said yeah, I, I talked about this later, and it's just like uh, okay. Pac-12 is a hot mess. Okay, so so Oregon lost the Oregon lost the heartbreaker in Week One to Auburn that was on the national stage, and then Oregon kind of fell off the national radar because they play in the Pac-12 and they play super late at night. Um, but here's the thing: Oregon goes has by, a... yes, clap, clap, clap. He's close by, yes, clap. Yeah. Um, so Oregon hasn't lost since the Auburn game, and they haven't allowed an opponent to get in double figures in mm-hmm. sport. Um, so we tend to think of Oregon back in the Chip Kelly days with the flashy offenses. Like immediately when you think Oregon, that's what you think, right? You think mm-hmm. the flashy offense, you think the crazy schemes, you think Chip Kelly, you think Mariota, you think, you know, all those, all those things. Um, and it's, and it's not that no. It's not, no, the, it's, it's the exact opposite of this. The story of this Oregon team is its defense. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's holding opponents to just shy nine points per game. It is number three in the country in scoring, Ahead of your Ohio State Buckeyes, if, if one of these things is not like the other, right? If you look at the <laughs> if you look at the scoring off or scoring defense in, mm-hmm. in national rankings, number one is Wisconsin, two is Penn State, three is Oregon, four is Ohio State. So it's like what the hell's okay. going on here? Exactly. Why is how Oregon? This happened. Yeah. How can a Pac-12 team actually have a defense that's ranked up a big amongst the Big Ten elite? I that yes. you know it feels really weird. Um, it does. It does. You know Stanford beat Washington a couple weeks ago. We talked about that. I talked about that game, um, one of Washington's two losses. And the way that Stanford won that game was they just played keep away, right? They had the time of possession in that game by like 18 minutes. The one downside that we have to Oregon in this game is that they score too damn fast. Um, they're terrible time of possession. So, so the philosophy of just play keep away and you'll win the football game doesn't work for Oregon. So they're going to have to rely on that really, really good defense. Um, Here's the good news for, for Oregon in this game is that Washington's defense is its weakness, especially against the pass. Um, that's That's been kind of its Achilles heel all year. Um, Jacob Eason, the, the Georgia transfer, um, is, is a good quarterback for Washington, but he'll really be put to the test against an Oregon defense that is just really, really good. Um, if you look at the common opponent here, Oregon beat Stanford, and then two weeks later, Stanford beat Washington. I think Oregon's the pick here. Um, I don't think this is going to be a shootout like we're expecting because that Oregon defense is so right. good. This might actually look more like an ACC game than a Big 12 game. Um, okay. But but I think Oregon is the right pick here. Their defense is just too good. 
Okay. Um, Washington, you look at Washington beginning of the, the preseason and, and you think, oh, okay, this on t- on paper, solid team. Yep. Um, and, and with the Pac-12, who knows? They could they could end up with a title and, and maybe, maybe squeak into the playoff. Uh, and no, dumb losses to Cal uh, and to Stanford, victim of the uh, Stanford postulate. Um, Oregon's one loss to, to Auburn is nothing to be ashamed of. And, and again, week one, and then you just, then, then they've been cruising since then. Um, yeah. They had a they had a a, a tight game uh, with Cal a couple weeks ago, but uh, yeah, no, that that's, that has not been a big deal. Um, in the case of Oregon, uh, as you mentioned, I mean this this team has been has been kind of rolling quietly. Uh, Justin Herbert is uh, with the 1600 yards and 17 touchdowns. Those are not Marcus Mariota numbers, as you mentioned. Um, but he's a really confident, experienced guy. He was a, a lot of people expected him to come out after yeah. last season. Um, and he, he said he wanted to come back and, and uh, finish out his eligibility in Eugene. Um, so that, that's, that means Oregon's offense, uh, is, is led by someone really good, really experienced, really capable, um, Again, not not the Chip Kelly numbers, but but that's that is a solid offense. Um, the, the Huskies' offense actually is comparable. I mean, if you look at uh, if you're looking at numbers, they 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 score um, of like a half point per game average uh, more than Oregon does. So th- there's a little bit of difference. And, and, but and, and you mentioned uh, the difference is is on defense. They give up nearly three times the points. Yeah. And an extra hundred yards per game. Um, if you're looking at them against Oregon. And and if you're looking at a if you're looking at a comparison to an offense that, that did put up 77, I think against Nevada. Um, so you know a little bit of a mismatch there, but that's that the 77 is not, but it's not a, 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 an easy thing to do. That's a little scary. Um, that's this is not going to be a runaway. This is this this will be a, a, a tight-ish game, um, but uh, Bur- Oregon's going to win that one on the road. Next we have. Pack twelve at dusk. Can what? I think that's that's what we'll call it. It's going to be the six p.m. Saturday, so you know noon in 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 whatever. Oh, they're in Utah, so that's I think that's actually Mountain Time. So I think so. Uh, Mid afternoon. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that dusk is. Dusk is good. Dusk is good. Number seventeen Arizona State for us. It will be dusk. Number seventeen Arizona State at number thirteen Utah. Utah is favored by thirteen and a half points by by almost two touchdowns. What do you think? Yeah, remember when Arizona State beat Michigan State, and we all just kind of scratched our heads, and now yes. all of a sudden Arizona State is ranked. Um, yes. So, so here's and the thing. And Mark Antonio's going, whew. Yeah, <laughs> right. Nothing that matters after they just got shut out last yeah. week, but whatever. Um, so Arizona State has a bunch of wins, but they're all really, really, really close games, all single-score games, um, including a win over Sacramento State, which I'm sorry, you don't want that game to be close. Um, that's a game that you should be winning by, you know, blowout margins, but they, they won by 12. It was like 19 to seven or something like that. It's kind of crazy. But every other game that Arizona state has played, whether they've won or lost, it's been within a single possession, single score game. Um, the, the biggest problem that the Arizona state has, and, and the reason why it was, you know, kind of a bit of a head, well, a little bit of a head scratcher, but after we've seen Michigan state play a little bit more, it makes Mm -hmm. a little bit more sense. Arizona state's biggest weakness is its secondary. Um, Mm -hmm. It's allowing, you know, over 260 yards per game in passing on on defense, which is which is a problem. 
Um, that matches up well, and I think that's probably why this line is so big. That matches up well with, with Utah, who has a senior quarterback in Tyler Huntley, who, okay, isn't putting up mammoth numbers here, mm-hmm. but, he, but he hasn't thrown a pick all season. He's got the experience. He's managing that offense really, really well. So the, the Arizona State secondary is going to have its hands full with this um, Utah offense. Um, the other interesting thing here is that um, Utah got its primary running back back last week. Back, um, and back, back, yeah, back, 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 back again. Okay. Back streets back. Never mind. Um, yeah, it's a bad nineties, bad nineties reference. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so Zach, Ma- Zach Moss, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another guy named Zach. Um, Zach Moss returned last week after injury and had an immediate impact, um, on, on the Utah offense, um, including like a 97 yard touchdown run mm-hmm. at one point. Um, mm-hmm. Utah defense is really, really good, especially against the run. They've only allowed 52 yards per game, but Arizona State's good against the run, too. So we're going to find out if Zach Moss can, can have an impact here. I think the line is a little bit crazy here. I, 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 like, I, like, I like how evenly distributed the Utah offense is. I think the, the Arizona State secondary is going, to cause a, is going to cause a problem for Arizona State's attempts mm-hmm. to try to win this game. So I like Utah okay. um, to win here at home. There is a very interesting intriguing side story here in the fact that Arizona state quarterback, Jaden Daniels, who is a true freshman, another reason to pick Utah in this game, because mm-hmm. the experience under center, um, Jaden Daniels was actually expected to sign with Utah in the off season. And at the oh, last oh. minute he flipped and went to Arizona state. Um, hmm. So, so Jaden Daniels, so there's, there's a side story here. Daniels is really mobile. Um, so he will test that Utah defense quite a bit mm-hmm. too, but, um, but I, I still like, I still like the Utes in this game. Someone says, "Hey, hey, Jaden, it it gets cold in Salt Lake City. <laughs> it snows here. Yeah, it snows. You don't want to. Okay. Um, this 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 game is why I'm I, I I'm like okay. If this is the last time we really have to talk seriously about the Pac-12, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay because what's going to happen? Um, uh, and, and it'll be at about this point of the season where the the intermeshing of of uh, teams and schedules and games just sort of eliminates everybody. Um, yeah. and, and 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 this game is also the the perfect exemplar of Pac-12 football and and how the season goes. Uh, two legit top twenty teams. Uh, one has a loss against the Southern Cal uh, a Southern Cal team that um, has a fifteen year old starting quarterback. <laughs> Uh, one with a loss to a Colorado team that's tied for last in the Pac-12 South. Uh, identical records. Both teams are putting. Uh, both teams are like in the middle of the road nationally. If we're looking at statistics, uh, Utah's better rushing game. Sun Devils uh, quarterback Jaden Daniels actually puts up better better passing numbers than the than the the, the senior kid at, at Utah. Uh-huh. Uh, both have pretty good scoring defenses with the U's putting up slightly better numbers. I'm not sure why. I guess senior quarterback versus freshman quarterback. Maybe that's that's why this is this line is the way it is. Um, I checked weather forecast. It's not supposed to snow in Salt Lake City this weekend, so I'm not sure I, that would that would that would make me understand why uh, Utah would have a, a, a two touchdown advantage uh, over over Arizona State. Um, I'm just I I don't know. I don't know. And I have um, I had to look for this. I have a a penny. I have a penny right here. So um, I am going to, let's say heads is the home team. Let's say heads is Utah. Tails is going to be Arizona State. It's heads. I'm picking Utah. Because <laughs> honestly, 
uh, isn't this isn't gonna matter later in a couple weeks no. but um uh it, it could be an interesting game so it, it, i'm not saying don't watch but uh it didn't get hurt uh, well at the least... other thing is nobody can watch it everybody's everybody's really mad about this because the game is only being shown on the pac-12 network and so people it, their fans of both teams are like really really annoyed that this game is only on the pac-12 network so i did not did not look that up um so, so don't watch, watch it so watch the game or don't watch the game if you don't get the pac-12 <sighs> And that's the Pac-12 in a nutshell. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about the Pac-12 the rest of the season. I don't care. Bowl Palooza. If it comes up in Bowl Palooza, that's fine. That's fine. I don't care. Um, the game that Carl and I care about <laughs> <laughs> uh, is at seven thirty on Saturday. Uh, number sixteen, team up north at number seven, Penn State. Penn State is favored by nine. Carl, I'm going first. Okay. Uh, when we when we uh, when we talk about Ohio State, I typically go last and sort of build myself into a leather. Um, I know you're not as um, uh, you're, you you typically don't do that, being the, the sports writer, and and you I, I and I appreciate I appreciate your your calm level approach to these games. I'm I am not that way, but uh, I'm going to give you the chance to wrap this up. Okay. I have I have a very uh, a, a quick thing, and as we've done a lot this season, let, let's take a look at where Michigan is right now. Uh, five and one, three and one in the conference. Okay, that's fine. Um, the defense that was supposed to be so good, it's giving up 17 a game. It's not terrible, um, even though the, I, I think they took a step backwards uh, in the game against Illinois and they gave up a 25 or 26 points last weekend. <sighs> Offense, 73rd passing yards in the country, 78th in rushing yards, um, 59th scoring per game. Jimmy, my, my friend Jimmy, Jimmy, Minnesota has a better offense than you do, um, and it's and it's actually not close. So you're you're going into into Happy Valley, where but they're kind of quietly. I mean, and and I I would think a Penn State fan might appreciate this. Um, kind of quiet, six and zero, oh, right? It's just sort of like yeah, mm, okay. Uh, no one's going to confuse Sean Clifford for uh, for uh, McSorley, um, but but the guy's got a uh, fifteen. Excuse me, 1,500 yards, 13 touchdowns. Solid running game. Uh, and, and, and where you where you really need to pay attention, and we, and we sort of referenced this earlier when we were talking about uh, team defense, um, Penn State's giving up just eight points a game. And that's, that's the number you, you need to pay attention to here because uh, a, a mediocre Michigan offense uh, versus they, they were second, third, in the country, I, I didn't look up the ranking. Uh, um, Penn State's second in scoring defense. Okay, yeah. So, Jimmy, Jimmy, if you think you're going to bring your offense into Happy Valley on a whiteout night and beat Penn State, you are dead wrong. And and the thing is, uh, with with the, we're, we're more than halfway through the season, Penn State in in excuse me, Michigan, four of their of their last five games, um, Penn State. Uh, Michigan State, I'm sorry, Penn State, Notre Dame next weekend, yep. Michigan State, uh, then I think Indiana, then Ohio State. Um, and, and if things don't turn around for, for Jimmy and his Wolverines very, very quickly, um, he's going to have a problem at the end of the season because that's, that is brutal. Um, but in case, so everyone's clear, Penn State's winning this game on Saturday. Carla, please. So the first thing I want to say is I must address the um, the 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 folks over at our um, our lovely competition for pregame shows as College Game Day. As since you threw out the idea that I should be the the guest picker, um, absolutely. Herbie, 
Absolutely. Kirby, I'm waiting here for you, buddy. Um, he, he he lives here in Nashville, so like you know, I guess that means we're neighbors. Oh, so, that's right. That's um, right. So so Herbie, Herbie, call me, call my people. Um, I will go to Happy Valley on Saturday and be your guest picker. Um, <laughs> that being said, I just want to be there on Saturday, right? That's just one of the that's one of the best atmospheres in all of college football, a whiteout, and especially this game because normally I look at a Michigan team coming in on a whiteout night, and I am like you with Ohio State, and I'm going, this makes me a little bit nervous. And you know what? This time, I'm not nervous <laughs> at all. Because here's the thing. Yes. I was nervous last week against Iowa. Mm-hmm. Penn State won that game against Iowa. It wasn't pretty. There were some terrible calls. on it, it, that, one, one, one especially. Yeah. One especially, yeah. Um. But here's the thing. When you go back and you look at it, you said that Minnesota has a better offense than Michigan. You know who else has a better offense than Michigan? Pretty much everyone. Iowa. Yeah, that's true. Um, statistically, in every category other than scoring, Iowa has a better offense than Michigan. Mm-hmm. Penn State handled it last week on the road. Mm-hmm. They're playing at home in the friendly confines of Beaver Stadium in a whiteout. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my money on that every single day of the week. Um, because here's the thing. The, 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 the key to this game is the, the Penn State off or defense just has to stop Shea Patterson. Mm-hmm. Michigan can't run the football to begin with. And they're going up against one of the top rush defenses in the country. I am yeah. not concerned about a run game. If Michigan is going to win this game, they have to win it on the arms of Shea Patterson. And, okay, if Penn State has a, has a weakness, and they've had this weakness for a while, their secondary is something worth exploiting. I get that. Okay. But if you limit Shea Patterson down to a single offense, we, we watched it. We watched Wisconsin do this yes. to them, right? I mean, Wisconsin and shut that was, down. And that, was, and that was a beating. That was and a beating. that was a beating, exactly. And, and Michigan's offense has not improved since then. So why should I expect something different out of this team when they haven't really shown any sort of – market improvement here's the other thing i love about this game because you went down this path so i have a note here please um that that either yesterday or today um on espn that um paul feinbaum made the comment that that if um if michigan loses if michigan loses this game will it cost jimmy harbaugh his job not this game but uh i mean (sighs) This weekend, next weekend, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, um, and that's before he gets to his rivalry games. You know, right? I, that's that. That's um, that it puts him in a really, really tough spot. And it's interesting when you get somebody. It, I agree, and it, it's really interesting when you get somebody like a Feinbaum who weighs in on something outside of the SEC, um, yep. because Feinbaum doesn't weigh in on stuff outside of the SEC unless a he's got a tip. Or B, he's got a really good hunch, um, mm-hmm. and and that's 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 something to, to keep an eye on this game. But but no, I, I this game's gonna be close. It's gonna be a hard fought battle. But nope, Nittany Lions okay. are gonna win. Nittany Lions are gonna win this game. They're gonna pull away in the second half. Um, and there's gonna be some and there's gonna be some partying in Happy Valley on Saturday night. That, ladies, uh, boys and girls, is as close as you'll ever hear to Carla trash talking about a game. True. <laughs> I, I feel really good about it. Like I should, I should it's be evident. nervous about this game. I feel, I feel great about this. It game. is, it is evident, guys. You can find the Carline Crafty Show um, with, uh, with a, a brand new trash talking uh, levels on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and, um, and by now you know Spotify. We don't need, we, we can move for that. Can we move? Can we move? Woo! 
Um, as well as on a variety of other podcasting services, you can also watch us babble on YouTube and or our Facebook page. Uh, if you dig the show, please rate and review. If you don't mind your own damn business. And as always, come back next week to find out exactly how wrong or not wrong we were. Carla, any final thoughts? We're going to have to change that tagline to find out how right we were. We've been really... We've, we've, done, bit. we've, we've actually been doing pretty well this season. We've I done think. really well this season. And we're going to be really... I'm going to be doing really well on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday, I don't think... Yeah, I'm not... I'm in the, I have to work on Sunday. I have, to, I have a day shift on Sunday. Um, but I can... There's no reason why I can't sit and, and watch Penn State beat the crap out of Michigan. Um, Carla! Yes. Enjoy your game on Saturday. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to enjoy my game on Saturday. And uh, boys and girls, uh, whatever games you are watching, I hope you have as much fun as we will. And we will see you back here next week. Cheers, y'all. Cheers.